pain. Hello, lovely listeners. Hello. Welcome to another episode of Not Just Tentacles, where I, Rachel, attempt to demystify anime and animation. And I, Ruth, stay permanently mystified about the anime, but I know my animation. And we're on the third episode of Has Been Hotel, and it continues to be a knockout. Oh my god, I'm still crying at the songs. So it opens with it being the first week of Serpentius being at the hotel and Charlie's wanting to celebrate this with banners and um, saying how proud she is of him. And um, which means that Vaggie's like, well, it's as, lo- as long as he doesn't start his steampunk bullshit. And of course, he has, he wills out this gigantic steampunky gun that he and the Egg Boys... flaying <laughs> skin. Are about to the do skin some flaying 5,000 or whatever it is. <laughs> yes, and <laughs> as you can imagine, Vaggie is not entirely enthusiastic about that. I love the fact that Vaggie looks more like Stephanie Beatriz now. Yeah, true. They, everybody has had a bit of a restyle, remodel, and it's all for the best. It's definitely owning these characters, their series incarnation rather than the pilot one. And then they ask him to get rid of the egg boys, which he is naturally reluctant to do because, okay, they are... My eggies! I know, they're his minions, but he also sees them as being like his kids. They're kind of like, I don't know, less betting versions of the minions from... The Despicable Me movies. I nearly said the Gru movies then. My, my brain... The groovies. <laughs> the groovies. Yeah, my brain is permanently out to lunch. Bad time. And, um, and Vaggy gives the Egg Boys to Alistair and asks him to get rid of them. He is having breakfast on a mouldering deer, which is just... Yeah. <laughs> uh... I mean, we've, we've had some dodgy hotel breakfasts in our time, haven't we? Yeah, but never that. I no. mean, uh... I mean, I once went to a hotel where somebody had written inspirational messages on the boiled eggs. Oh. You know, like, you can do it. Well, I get salmonella. Bom dia. Oh, dear. Literally. Um, yeah. And it's like, well, why is Alistair eating deer when he is a deer? I mean, what, is he? Yes, he is. That's why he's got ears and a tail and so forth. No, he's a demon He's thing. a demon deer. Yeah, well, I don't think he's a he's a deer. He is a deer. It's been confirmed he's a deer. Oh, but what did it actually happen yeah, in the text? Yes, he... inside the text, not on a website, or you know, Vivzy tweeting a shopping list. No? So we have two distinct storylines. We have Alistair going out with the Egg Boys, and we have the wacky hijinks going on at the hotel because Charlie realizes that. Serpentius doesn't really trust anybody and ergo that's a good excuse for them all to start doing trust exercises. So uh, trust exercises. I speak this as uh, somebody with acting experience. They are bullshit. <laughs> it, it it it's just trusting somebody to catch you if you're falling back or you're catching somebody else. Now, I trust people, I just can't catch. Well, I can't daintily land in other people's arms. I just end up on the floor. I'll end up bringing them down with me, exactly. So that works okay for Charlie and Vaggy. They have a sweet romantic moment doing that. And it works. Did it work okay with Angel? Uh, Angel and Husk? Yeah, 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 I'd yeah, say so. 
And Huss continues to have this sexiest voice in this show, may I point out. I know, right? So is he? He's half cat, half... Gargoyle, I think. He basically... Gargoyle? Yeah. He is the cat in the hat if he was an alcoholic and went to hell. Wow. I think... um, That's a thought. I think Viv's sister originally came up with the design and then when she realised that she wanted to make a show about how creatures she gave her husk's design, I'm not sure. Oh, that's cute. Yeah. And well, um, she pays the royalties for it. I'm sure she does. Anyway, um, but it all goes a little bit pear-shaped with Nifty because she is loving the whole throwing herself off what's, various what's the things. What's cat called? I love the cat. Kiki. Kiki. Um, I, I love the cat's appearance at the beginning every yeah. every single time of the credits. The fact that it's got proper credits rather than just Blitz's drawings. or I mean, I wish it was slightly longer. Or the whole disclaimers. Because... Oh, and something that made me laugh about the disclaimers before we started watching the show contains foul language. And it's like, compared to what exactly? Contains alcohol use. It's like, I use this you, language all kidding. the time. Like... I grew up watching so many Australian TV shows. If you had to put booze warnings on everything. Yeah, but if it was Australian, they'd say it was confronting. And, confronting. And didn't you watch I, Claudius when you were about four? So at one point, somebody's eating a baby or something, right? Yeah, so uh, <laughs> if I remember correctly, John Hurt as Caligula cuts open his sister's oh. womb. Yeah, he got his sister up the door. Okay, warning, the, discussion he, of incest. He cuts the baby out and he he, he puts the uh, fetus to his mouth and you just see that he's, he's, he's absolutely got Ew. blood and guts around his mouth. Nice. And, and his sister bleeds to death. Ugh. And that's still only the second most traumatic birth-related <laughs> experience in containing John Hurt. Oh, yeah. So, meanwhile, Alistair is out and about with the Egg Boys they're sort of acting like they're on some kind of mission with him. And this well, is... He's trying to get rid of them. Yeah. Except he can't be bothered. <laughs> yeah, we really can't. And they're complimenting and they're him cute. and his hair. Exactly, they're nice. I love the egg boys. And they're all voiced by Blake as well. So that's another case of doubling up. They all kind of remind me of Benny the Ball from uh, Top Cats, as it was called in America. Boss Cat, as it was called in the UK. Oh, God, let's not get started on that. That causes a lot of contention. You get so many flame wars over whether or not it's Top Cat or Boss Cat. It's both. It was Top Cat because that's what it's called. However, at the time... There was a cat the UK, food. There was a cat food. Which called... hasn't been in production for years. It's so now what called the heck? Reckies, I think. <laughs> I mean, as if a cat cares what his food is called. Anyway... Well, I call the cat's dinner. I wish we had a cat still. So Alistair runs into Zestial, who is the oldest of the overlords. He is played by James, who, of course, also plays Ozzy and Tex. But in the case of Zestial, he is this tall, terrifying being that speaks in very sort of the The thou type way. And everybody is so shit scared of him that they catch sight of him and they just start setting themselves on fire or just disappearing. His, His voice is far too big for a frame like that. Well, I guess it's just to convey that he is this ancient evil force yeah, beyond I know, I know, but time like, and knowing like, and so forth. He's got such resonance that you would imagine he had to have a bigger resonated cavity in the character. Look, this is hell. It doesn't have logic. So he manages to... Oh, on contraire. <laughs> he... Au contraire, not on contraire. <laughs> 
Oh, that's me. <laughs> so um, he manages to convince Alistair to go along to an overlord meeting because, of course, Alistair Hello, is... Hello, my name's Alistair and I'm an overlord. <laughs> yeah, so it's, it's been seven years since he last went to one, so he decides to stop by. He leaves the Egg Boys outside, but one of them... Oh, that's my pills. Okay, well, take those in a bit. Um, so one of them is a Frank manages to yeah, Frank. <laughs> get left behind and ends up in the meeting with him. So, oh, he's so cute. I know. So uh, I, I, if they do merch, I want a little egg. I, I want an egg too. They're gorgeous. So we see the overlords. So um, the leader is Carmilla Carmine, who is the biggest arms dealer in hell. And of course, all hell of a boss fan, fans would have gone, that's a Carmine weapon, because isn't that what Striker was going to kill Stolas yeah. with? Yeah. So she is a hot lady with a fantastic horned headdressy hair thing. Um, is it like a Cuban sort of accent? I, I don't know. I'm sorry. It's some sort of uh, Latin American Hispanic lady. So she is obviously deeply concerned that... Um, that the exterminations have been racked up and she wants to know what they can do to stop it. There's also, a, yeah, a, a giant dinosaur lady and um, various, oh, various other characters and they're all kind of like taken aback to see Alistair. And then, of course, Velvet comes in. Oh, Velvet! Oh, she is amazing because as you Lily can... Lily Cooper is channeling um, divorce beheaded... Who's the one who loses... Anne Boleyn, yeah, she's channeling Anne Boleyn. Anne Boleyn crossed with six. Jetta from Gem. Either way, full of <laughs> full of attitude, full of mouth, rude as hell. Thinks that she owns everything she walks in. She's there because Vox and Val just couldn't be bothered, so she's standing in for all three V's. And face it, she is the brains of the outfit after all, isn't she? And oh, she, I, I like Vox. And she, nobody likes Val. Well, can you blame nobody us? He's a Val. disgusting scumbag. So she and Carmine start fighting almost immediately yes it's a wonderful not an actual fight fight. (laughs) it's a wonderful song called respectless she chucks this decapitated angel head on the table and Alistair's like oh tasty I can't do Alistair's voice without the whole kind of sound effect thing and of course this is the first time that anybody's killed an angel so this causes consternation all round and um but it seems there's more to it than it would appear because I want to know what how they do the effect for his voice Oh, they're bound to put some kind of filter on it. Because being a smart cookie, Velvet has realised that Carmilla reacted to the head, meaning that she must have been the one that caused it to be headless in the first place. And Carmine is flustered and kind of orders everybody out of the room, even though they only just got there. And um, she and Zestial are having a conversation. And yet she reveals that she did it to protect her daughters who were there with her. Um, in keeping with the whole kind of ballet theme that her family has. She, they have a ballet theme? Yeah. Oh, because they're all on point. Yeah, yeah. and um, one's called Clara and one's called Odette. So that's the heroines of the Nutcracker and Swan Lake, respectively. So she killed in order to protect them. And it's like, yay, finally. A, oh, Black Swan. A strong, swan. powerful mother figure in Helliver because so far they've been notable only by their absence or being complete harpies like Stella so we have a, a wonderful loving mother bear of a mum character but while this is going on um vaggy and co are doing trust exercises because vaggy has said that the way that she learned trust was by 
the heat of battle. Yeah, it was by chucking people off the roof. And um, again, she does this with the others and she says that... um, Sir Pentius is too slimy or something. And yeah, she drops Angel off. Hang on, have we missed something out? Was it before or after this that they ended up going to a BDSM place? Yeah, so yeah, Angel Dust, uh, he thought that the only way you could foster trust with people is through BDSM. Well, he's not wrong. I mean, not that we do that kind of thing, but... <laughs> but Are you sure... Well, what do you mean? Are you sure you would be there if you, if I was doing that kind of thing? And I love it because you have Hus kind of purring as somebody's kind of scratching away at his back, but then you have Nifty kind of jumping up and down with a paddle and in a sort of tight Ooh, skimpy dang. outfit, and then everybody immediately goes off the idea. Oh, that's what's that's right. That's what happens. So Vaggy takes them all out to the roof because she's oh, grossed also, out uh, by uh, Angel taking yeah, them to the BDSM. And, and also, uh, there's a part where. Uh, a woman and, yeah, a, a lady demon and some guy demon and a demon that thinks they're a dog were busy flirting with Charlie. Oh, yeah. Wasn't somebody with, and like, Bag- Medusa-like hair and yeah. Baggy got jealous and dragged him away from like, them. Nope. So I know she's saying that it's disgusting, which is very judgmental. If it's consensual and fun, then it's none of your business. But that's why she takes them all to the roof. And um, Charlie is... She, she just feels well, like Vaggy's going too far. and um, But Vaggy is saying that she wants to protect her and wh- who is she if she can't protect Charlie and just feeling bad about it and then needing, needing to be by herself a while. So you have a wonderful case of the song. Um, Juxtaposing so, Camilla singing about protecting her girls and Vaggy about protecting Charlie. So, and some people have gone, oh, her voice doesn't match her speaking voice. It doesn't matter. It's the same actress. It does. You can hear it. Exactly. It's clearly the same person. Just because it's slightly higher than her normal speaking voice, it doesn't matter. And it is just a wonderful moment because I did think at first, aren't they piling this on a bit thick for some character that we've only just met? But then as the song went on, I was like, you know what? I don't care that we've only just met um, Carmilla. Car- Carmilla and um, Zestial. The- this is a really good song. It's making an important point. It's speaking. It's not Car- is it, is it it's not Carmilla. Carmilla. Carmilla like the vampire. Like vampire. Yeah. Uh, not Camilla like vampire queen. Which the. the- Wait, which Camilla? The Queen died. Oh, right. Okay. Now, I know that. Sorry, I thought you said Vampire Queen. Well. That's why I was really confused for a second. Some people think they're giant lizards, you know. Oh, no, 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 no. Not that nonsense again. Seriously. Anyway, and it was like, I was like, you know what? I I don't care. I I think this is a great number. I don't care that we barely know these characters, so it's all right. And, And it's just... You can see that there's just so much going on with Vaggy and Charlie and the whole, did she used to be an angel? Because that does seem to be heavily implied. But anyway, she rejoins them and the egg boys come back. And um, (laughs) so uh, they, they tell Alistair, Frank blurts out to Alistair because he was still there in the room when this was going on about him about Carmilla killing the angel. And he was like, let's keep that between ourselves. But he then later on blurts out to the egg boys and tells... because well, they're all settling down. I know, they're all snuggling together and it's so cute. And yeah, just... 
just their pensions, hugging them and so forth, cuddling them Good to night, sleep. My I know, and he clearly doesn't believe a word he's saying because he says, oh, you'll meet Martians tomorrow. So he just strikes him as being like a bedtime story. And I just felt like, I know some people would probably go, oh, well, not much happened in this episode, but it's just a further case of just ex- me, expanding right? upon the world, about introducing the characters, about seriously, meeting the overlords. Seriously, saying that nothing happened in that episode when you compare it with uh, the one where it was just Fizz and Ozzy forever and ever. Oh, you're, you're never going to let go of that, are you? No, I am not. Uh, but I, I just felt... It was just great seeing what an everyday day in the hotel was like and meeting more of the overlords and seeing what Velvet's like without everybody else. Because some people are going, oh, they sound much too much like their pilot selves, which is nonsense because the the characters, it's like that is how they were directed to sound. So presumably that's how she always wanted Wanted them to sound or how Richard always wanted them to sound. So that now that she's got the actors that she wanted or the actors that she planned... Is Richard doing any of the voices in this? Um, I think he might be. I couldn't tell you which ones. Because the thing that people don't seem to understand is it's not just enough to hold a tune because I was listening back to the songs from the pilot and they're good, but you can tell that they're just actors who are singing. They're not Broadway actors because you need to be able to act your way through a song to be able to emote and so forth. So all of these actors are just fabulous at what they do and they're just so emotional all of them like even when you've just got angel making some sex joke or whatever or even just husk because a lot of the time he just kind of stands around making wisecracks or just kind of putting down other people (laughs) yeah i liked that one then it was talking about how um sir pentius didn't trust anybody and he and angel both just stuck their middle fingers up at him flipping the bird (laughs) so I really enjoyed it still. And out of five? Out of five, I would give it a four and a bit. Yeah, four and a bit and out of ten. Um, so I guess that makes it a nine and eight and a bit. I know a, a bit is a movable kind of uh, unit. <laughs> right. So for those who are new to this podcast, Rachel is Welsh and in Wales. The phrase in a bit can refer to, well, in a moment, five minutes later. Or after the next ice age. And now, yeah. <laughs> it, it, it's basically the Welsh version of ahorita in I, Spanish. I think that's everything, isn't it? I think we've covered pretty much everything that happened in the episode, unless there's anything that we've missed out. No, we, we've got the eggies. Well, we've just mentioned the eggies. I, I just love the eggies. And, um, right, admit, if you could have any Hello, not Hello, but has been merch. Oh, and I, we, what we, would you want? Um, I would want the cuddly eggy. Yeah, me too. I would want the serpentious with it, with his little kind of. With his flappy bit. With his hat and so forth. Although, what are those some Charlie's little goat guys called? I've completely forgotten what their names are. Uh, You saw them at the beginning and they kind of appear every now and then. Oh, yeah, that that was something. That the episode ended with them all kind of laughing and joking together and Charlie and Vaggie talking about what they've accomplished. So it it was a nice friendship moment to see that all these bonds are being made, whether it's like um, them being friends or Husk and Angel beginning their slow burn on that kind of thing so although 
For, for, for me, it, it's the fact that you've got a sapphic relationship at the centre of it all. Yeah, it, it's true. And, um, and it's just there. Nobody makes a fuss about it. Nobody's shocked. It's not exploited. It's not sensationalised. It's just there. It's just the princess of hell and her other half. Although... There has been a very interesting thing going on on TikTok and Reddit. So, you know, all those people that have spent the last God knows how many years going on about how much they hate this show and Viv and all her works, but they're kind of going into meltdown because they're watching it and they realise that they actually quite like it. Why why are they in meltdown? Because they're like, I've spent so long hating this thing, but it's actually really good. You know what? You can misjudge things. Or it's all right to admit that you were wrong. Or maybe you always liked it, but you never wanted to admit it because it was trendy not to like it. Especially since normal people that don't know about any of this crap simply went on Amazon, looked at it and were like, oh, that looks interesting. And they like it too, because the only people that are having an issue with it are kind of like either the religious nutters or the parents that keep pretending that because it's something? a cartoon, it's for children. Yeah. If we're talking about being unafraid to admit our feelings for programs i do not like any form no matter what the country or who's hosting it of the traitors i just don't see the point of it it just it's like playing wink murder with a stupid budget i know it actually does look like a rubbish trust exercise that i can imagine charlie doing and an angel going this is shit <laughs> i can't really do angel sorry about that but either way it's like what is this? Because at least Love Island, yeah, it was trashy, but it was like, this is a red flag. <laughs> this is a red flag in a relationship. And there were lesbians at one point in Love Island. But, but there's just nothing in the traitors. I just see kind of like Claudia Winkleman or whoever it is swanning oh, around Alan in a, in in a silly version. cape. And it's like, what's going on here? I don't understand it. Rachel, you're wearing it the Udi that look makes you look like one of the traitors. Well, so? It's comfy. Maybe that's the appeal. What? Dress like you're in an Udi? Yeah. And murder people. In a castle. But the thing is, due to my head injury, I can't actually wink. So whenever we used to have to play wink murder at school or other places, I just used to have to take my glasses off and kind of go, mm, which of course is very That's noticeable. Pretty bloody I So I'd be caught out in like five goes. It'd be like, uh, why is Rachel headbanging? And I was like, it's meant to be wink murder. But anyway, now we, I think we've strayed <laughs> very far from the original point of the story. So scrambled eggs, as this episode was called, was jolly good. I give it 4.8 out of 5. Yeah, that's real maths. It's not the imaginary maths I do. One too many. <laughs> because we are going to be doing the next episode, I don't know, tomorrow, when day we after. Feel like it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah you, know, you can't rush art, exactly. And, and, and frankly, given that we're both over 30, you can't be sure that we're going to be able to stay awake past dinner. Or remember things. But... And there's going to be two new Sorry, episodes. Sorry, we should do, do ourselves down with our brain fogginess. Um, B12-iness. But yeah, there's going to be two new episodes dropping on Friday. So we'll, we'll, we'll catch up with those at some point too. And I'm kind of excited because one of them, we're going to be meeting Lucifer. So until next time, love you guys. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening. 
if you've enjoyed this podcast, don't forget to subscribe. And you can also follow us on social media. We are at TentaclesNot on Twitter. And on Facebook, our page is called Not Just Tentacles. Speak to you soon. Bye.